0: listening to cheers from the press box i'm your host this week joe Dorville, aka the beanie boy bka headphone joe and i'm here with always what's going on everybody brennan tassif joining you Yes, Brennan. We got a lot and a little to talk about all at the same time. We got the kickoff, which we're going to start off with, as always, where we tackle some of the bigger sports things. Uh, we're going to keep the NFL preview. We're going to preview the NF- AFC North this week. Um, and then we got a bunch of micro topics that we'll get into in the quick hits. But first, as always,
1: ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we
0: go. Brennan. Yes. The NBA Finals have begun. The Finals. The
2: Finals.
0: And All night. The Valley of the Fire. The Valley They're of on fire, fire, baby.
2: The Valley on Fire. So what do you want to get into first about this? Because looks like I had this, but I said that about the Dallas uh, Clipper Series yeah. as well. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, wherever you want to start. We can start with the Suns going off for 23s in the last game. We could start with the first game where they had like 10 plus free throws. Uh,
2: Let's talk about how. Um, good fortune. Middleton <laughs> and Holiday are not playing nearly as well as the Bucks had hoped.
0: Wait, we about. No, series. no, 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 no. Let's talk about Giannis playing. We didn't think oh, he yeah. was going to play.
2: Yeah, Giannis <laughs> has been playing. Oh, yeah, that's good. Let's start <laughs> yeah. on a positive note. We'll Oreo it. Positive, negative, positive. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Giannis has been playing kind of out of his mind. Game two, that third quarter was Jeez. insane. Twenty points, quarter, carrying that team on his back when we didn't even know if he was going to play because of that injury. And I, so everyone always is like adjustments. Uh, you know, Coach Bud needs to make adjustments. I always think it's Bood because his name is Budenholz. Anyway, that's neither here nor there.
0: But it's B U D. Yeah,
2: I know. But I, it's it's easy to say adjustments, 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 but. Like what, are, what adjustments are people talking about? Like he's, I, I, I don't know. I think uh, Giannis is playing out of his mind, but again, I don't think Middleton and um, uh, Drew holiday are playing as well as they had hoped, especially Middleton. His shots been off the whole team of their shots been off. So I just think Giannis can't, I, I don't know. Giannis, I don't think he's going to, obviously we've seen it. He's not going to be able to carry them by himself. Yeah. Cause in game two, that would have been the game and they only lost by five. When they should have gotten blowed out, but they didn't. So where where are you at with Giannis? Because um, you you are quoted as to saying it's on record that if Giannis plays, you thought the Bucks would take this series.
0: That is true. Um that was my 10 in that second game. They got it down to about oh, okay. five. Oh, okay. Um okay. so I think I I have not wavered. Um <laughs> yeah. this this the series doesn't start until the home. A Somebody home team loses, loses, loses at home. So yep. Right now, disclaimer, folks, we're recording this Sunday morning without the clarification of hindsight. As game three. Uh, this would be released. Yeah, so Monday when you listening morning. to this
2: Monday, you're yeah. going to be like, these fucking idiots. Exactly. So I
0: think, look, you know, you get home, get a little home cooking holiday. P.J. Tucker, uh, Brooke Lopez, Middleton. You know, get a little home. I don't know what they serve in Milwaukee. I, I'm not. A, I'm not aware, but I'm assuming they get some of that and, you know, they get back at it. But, um, no, Giannis, look, I thought he was, as soon as that injury happened, I texted one of my group chats and I said, he's out for three years, four years, the way his knee bent back yeah. and for him to be he's back just, out there nine he's days, Yeah. He's retired. He, he's retired from the game. Uh, <laughs> but for him to be back out there is nothing less than a fucking miracle. So. For him to go up for 20 points in that third quarter of game two and 43 points was insane. Now, the adjustments I think people are referring to with Bud is the defensive scheme. So yeah, they okay, tend that's to what I thought. drop back in defensive coverage a lot on the pick and roll instead of switching. So in the first game when they were dropping back... Uh, all Chris Paul and Booker did was shoot right over top of whoever dropped back because they have a ton of space now. And then when they started switching in game two, uh, they just started blowing by them and hitting the open guy. So they're in a weird situation where it's kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Uh, Brooke Lopez is a good body to have out there, especially uh, in covering or just antagonizing DeAndre Ayton. But Defensively, he's a liability, but you can't put Giannis at the five right now because Giannis, even though he's playing well offensively, he's a step slow on defense. Um, it's, e- uh, I heard Amin Hassan say that it's easier to play offense if you're coming off an injury psychologically because you know what you're going to do. You know your moves. Yeah. But whereas in defense, you're reacting. So you're a half second off every time. So that is where a lot of their struggles are coming from right now. But Well um, not only
2: that, but Chris Middleton, five of
0: sixteen, and Drew Holiday, seven of twenty one. That's
2: that's also where a lot of their struggles are that coming is a from. Big guys part of the struggle. to be. Those guys need to Before we started, I actually
0: looked this up. I, I did what I did last year where I got into the I got into the nitty-gritty numbers, baby. Oh. Uh-oh. Getting to that part of uh, uh, NBA.com is so fun to me. All right. So, Brennan, do you let me give you a couple of stats right here. Lay it on on me. Contested field goals. Do you want to guess what the Bucks shot in game two?
2: In game two on contested field goals? Contested I'm going
0: to say 27%. Brennan, you're playing this game horribly from the onset. <laughs> on contested field goal, you have to factor in Giannis. Giannis had a great Oh, game. shit. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> uh, 37%. You are very bad at that. 51%. Really? They were 20 of 39. Now... Do you want to see? Know? I just assumed because of Drew's numbers and uh, Middleton's numbers, it Wait would drag it down. It. So, okay. you want to know what they shot on uncontested
2: field goals? There's no way that this number is worse than contested field goals. That doesn't make any sense.
0: That's a paradox, Joe. Well, Brennan, they shot 40% wow. on uncontested field goals. Now, to counter that, let's go look at the Phoenix Suns. You want to know what they shot on contested field goals? 45%. They shot 42%. See, I'm
2: getting better at this You're getting game. A
0: little better. Yeah, a little better. You want to know what they shot in 53. 50%. Oh,
2: I'm so good at this game now.
0: Now, <laughs> now Oh, maybe because that's what the numbers should be. <laughs> one, yes, but also this is the the percentage doesn't give away all the disparity. Now, do you want to know how many contested shots the Bucks took? Yes, I do want to know. <laughs> the Bucks took 39 contested shots. Okay. Phoenix, who shot 42% of contested shots, shot only 19 contested shots. Yeah, they were getting guys open. They had 69 uncontested shots and went 50% wow. from there. Finding the open guy, man. It's all about ball movement. Inse- they They made almost twice as many uncontested shots as the Bucks. That's crazy to me. It's absurd. So the defense is a big issue. Um, so wait, wait, you're telling
2: Bucks. me it's not all about the, uh, Fact that the Phoenix Suns had ten more free throws in the first game that didn't no. swing the entire series. No. Did you see that in the press yeah, conference?
0: I know. Yeah, look, you have to do that. You have to do that.
2: I I understand you have to do it. It's it's the game you play with the NBA and with the officials. You know, uh, Phil Jackson did it all the time. Pat Riley, but Pat, yeah, okay, thank you. I was like with well, the other guy, the yeah. other really famous. Guy. Pat Riley did it all the time, but it's just one of those things where it's when it's a ten. A 10 shot disparity. It's like, it's not, we're not talking 24. Like, it's 10, like, chill.
0: And the problem also is when you're settling for mid-range jumper you're not attacking the basket like middleton tends to do like yeah you're not gonna get a foul call you're not oh and my favorite thing was when he was like uh when coach
2: bud was like nobody gets 24 free throws on the milwaukee bucks like we don't play like that and then like
0: a budget time this postseason yeah it literally
2: just happened like last series or the (laughs) series before i was like wait a second miami heat did yeah 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 so, yeah. And you blew them out, and they still had in like game one or two had like twenty six.
0: Yeah, but um, on to the Suns, uh, they look yes. unstoppable. The, yes, the, they do. Back to the I believe contested shots. I mean, they're the way they're whipping the ball around. They look, they look, they look at they're humming at peak form. Book, Booker, yeah, and DeAndre Ayton didn't even play that well in game two. He so. did not. Um, Chris Paul has been playing like almost like he's been waiting for this his whole life, Brennan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: almost like almost it's almost as if Chris Paul has enough baggage and uh, playoff <laughs> loss to carry this entire team when they say oh young team can't win. a Couple things I did want to point out. Um Devin Booker did play 44 minutes in that game too, which is insane. Um the finals. this I this I found interesting. Uh so uh <laughs> Cameron Johnson and oh Kaminsky gosh. both played um, will you guess? You might see it right there in front of you. I face. can't see anything. Okay, so guess their total number of minutes between the two of them
0: in Game Two combined. Yeah, combined. Combined. I'm gonna say seventeen.
2: Oh my god, two minutes. Oh wow, <laughs> combined. No, I'm sorry. Um, I. It was uh, Nadir, Nadir and uh, Kaminsky. Oh, oh, Nader, Nadir. Oh. and Kaminsky had I'm like, two minutes wait, what? combined. i well, Cam Johnson I'm sorry. played a good amount no, of No, Cam minutes. Johnson played 18 minutes. So oh. you, you were very close on that. <laughs> you were so close. No, but it's just weird how the Suns are playing like, like they're putting in guys. And then like, like Torrey Craig got eight minutes. Like, well, I guess they're got hurt. Put, yeah, but and I guess they're also just putting them in to spell some of the other guys, but Bridge yeah. Bridges 38, Deandre Ayton 42, Chris Paul 41, Devin Booker 44. Like that's yeah, the man, you, whole game. You get here with the guy you you go with the guys that got you here. Yeah, so it looks like they're only going to try to play like six maybe seven guys uh the Phoenix Sun. I mean, they're playing more guys, but only the only people with any kind of real minutes are going to be the seven guys. And um also Something I did want to bring up, something that does make me a little nervous. You know, we all we love Chris Paul here at Cheers from the press box. We are huge Chris Paul proponents, even though I in the past was not. I'll say we I, have
0: both become very yes, we both Paul. been
2: swayed. But I, I'm going to admit this now and put it on record. So when everybody hears this Monday, who knows what happens Sunday night? This is a lot of miles, a lot of hard minutes for a guy who seems to get hurt at the most inconvenient times for his team. Well,
0: Brent, he's already um, been hurt like four times this postseason.
2: I know that, but you know what I'm saying? Like
0: all I can think about during this is that Houston
2: Don't series. Don't try to be the Twitter
0: guy who said he was going to, that uh, the fight person, I'm not going to say, cause we'll talk about it later, but the fight person was going to break his leg. Don't try to be that guy, Brennan. What? No, I'm
2: not. I'm just saying it's, I'm saying that, oh, no, I see what you, you thought. <laughs> I was. No, 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 I'm not doing that. I'm just saying, like, they would have won that Houston. I mean, all things considered, it looked like they would have won that Houston series against Golden State had he not gotten injured. And it's
0: one of those things where it's just kind of like, like, I know I he's been hurt a lot this postseason, but. I ain't satisfied to He already has a Chris, shoulder he's dealing with. He has knees yeah. problems all out the And wazzy. He's just
2: gonna play the game, baby, he which is COVID. what my walk off is he all about today. He broke one of his this wrists in game one. He's like, just gonna keep playing the game, baby. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Chris Paul he's plugging the and stanchion of
0: what an athlete is truly. I love it. He's plugging and chugging, baby. Um so what do you what do you think is gonna happen tonight in game three? Uh I think
2: game three Milwaukee takes it barely, mm. and I still have the Phoenix Suns in six.
0: All right, um, I think I think Milwaukee gets it right today, and I think they do the '06 Heat, and I think they do the 2011 Mavs, where they just go win four straight. And I think you're outside of your mind. I may be. I may just be. You know, hoping my pick is right. I think they right. just
2: edged this <laughs> game out barely. You know, like you said, they're going to be home. You know, the fans are going to be riled out the finals.
0: I think every game is going to be within 10 points.
2: No, but like what you were saying earlier about how, you know, when they get back home, it's kind of one of those things. So I think think they're going to win, but I, I think they might like squeak out the win and then Phoenix will come back game four,
0: recognize, and we'll get it going. Speaking of recognizing, getting things going, Brennan. Boom, baby. The lightning.
2: Your Stanley Cup cheaters! What happened? what you say? I don't think you said the same thing again. We will talk. I will talk about this in my walk-off. Uh-huh. Totally sanctioned
0: by the NHL. <laughs> they broke no rules. <laughs> yeah, totally sanctioned. Have a guy get surgery in December when the season starts in January. Okay, all right. And they get We're going to gonna, the postseason. We'll get where more. Where there's no salary cap for some reason. And then he just, yeah, that, that is so weird, <laughs> that's such a weird That thing. is a very weird oversight by, by the that NHL. That is such a loofah. Jesus Christ. But Next hey. year, you know what? Braden Point, uh, let just take the year off. Come back in the post is <laughs> like, wait, what? Um, it was
2: pretty intense. So the mayor, she uh, walked her statements back the very next day she did, she tried. about, oh, maybe they should <laughs> lose game four and then win game five in Tampa. Immediately. She was like, I was just kidding. Like, nobody takes yeah. a joke anymore. I was just kidding. And I was like, if they start if they lose more than two or three games, they're this is going to be game. It would have been. Yeah, oh, my God. Would've it would have been terrible. Her to resign. <laughs> Yeah, it was. uh, Yeah, there would have been a recall immediately. (laughs) It was a really good game, though. I mean, it was one nothing. They were able to hold on. Vasilevsky blanked him again, but it was when it comes to hockey. Um, And again, everyone knows I'm not the biggest fan of hockey, but I I am into it a little bit. I do kind of know what's going on when I watch it. And I do like the lightning because my old roommate, as I've talked about before on the show, made me watch every single game one season. And I was just like, "Ah, I love these guys. And it was close enough to where I still know a lot of the guys on the team. So it was really cool to see. And I, I don't think this is the start of a dynasty, especially because they're going to have to dismantle this team after this year because they're not going to be able to get away with that salary cap thing two years in a row. Why not? And they were already pushing towards the cap. Why wouldn't they, be? they do this?
0: <clears throat> Yeah, but it's not people are gonna be on to them. Just it, like Bedman said he's not changing the rules. It's already collectively bargained for. It. You could just keep using it until the next CBA. I mean <laughs> you can't, yeah, but a it's year off. off. We'll see you in December.
2: Yeah. We'll I mean that's what Stamkos has done the last like four or five seasons, not because of this salary getting situation. Hurt right, but right near the end. He's always getting hurt. <laughs> so they're just like, Why don't you just sit out ninety percent of the season, come back towards the end, tune it up and then come for the playoffs? But yeah. I don't know. I, I Honestly, I think this team's going to have to be taken apart a little bit. Um, you know, Kucherov's going to want a lot more money, and I think his deal's up this year or next year. And um, they've got Point, they've got Stamkos, but Stamkos is getting older now, and hockey is a young man's game. I mean, I know there are some players that play well Which into their the 30s. Which, that means Tyler
0: Johnson's getting older too, right?
2: Yeah, because Tyler Johnson, <laughs> as we've learned on this show, is the same age when I thought he was brought in to replace Stamkos. <laughs> Um, but I thought it was awesome. You know, hats, I'd say hats off to the Habs, but fuck them. Um, they've got all this weird shit a about like,
0: Kucherov off of pro here. I see. Well, it's that press conference is awesome. Uh,
2: shirts off, Bud lights out. Here we go. the I know I saw that. Um, but no, it's like, it's, we've talked about it before these original six teams and especially these like further North teams, Canadians, they always think like, "Oh, hockey's our sport. Hockey's our sport." Eh? That was a weird Boston mix with the A. I don't know was what that. that?
0: Was. But um, that was I was nice just happy to see Tampa guy Bay. from Boston. What the heck was that? <laughs>
2: I was happy to see Tampa take it to one of these original six teams that always and like we've talked about before. They always tout all these championships. It's like, yeah, that's when the draft was like dictated that you could you could like take canadian like, players before anybody else for you basically yeah like go fuck yourselves but, how about that um i wouldn't
0: even say sorry giles yeah you're taking <laughs> shots left and right at everybody um i wouldn't even say it was necessarily the shot that kutrov wasn't even a shot at like original 6 the uh, truthers it was more just like uh, As we constantly make fun of the Knicks for winning like a game and they get, they think they're going to win the fucking NBA championship by winning a playoff game. It's like, dude, like, you know, there's more games to be played, right? Yeah. It doesn't end after one game. So, um, but I don't know. That, that, That was kind of a low shot to me. I don't know why he took that shot. They were happy to, they didn't get swept at home. I mean, yeah, I'd be happy if I didn't get swept at home too. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Would, yeah. Uh, but uh, we we should probably say Ross Colton's name, the guy who put the goal in um, yeah. in the second period. Um, we I was mentioned watching every player yeah, We got to everybody except the guy who actually scored the goal. Doesn't even have a picture on ESPN. Hilarious. But um, yeah, I was watching the game and when the ball got trapped against the the wall. I was like. And when they got it out... the ball got trapped against the wall. Did I say the ball? Damn it. Greg's going to fucking ream me a new asshole for that. Um, When the puck got stuck against the wall. It's the wall, right? The board. The board is what it's called. The boards. Yeah. Uh, When the puck got stuck against the ball and they brought it out. And... Did I say ball again? It's puck. Fucking... Puck Against the board, ball against the board is the name of the episode. Um, when uh, the, when they took the puck off the, ball, board. Against the wall. ball against the wall, damn it, I messed it up like eight times. <laughs> when the when they got the puck off the board and they're swinging it around, I was like, I think this is where did I do it again?
2: No, no, no! Oh, you're good. Okay. I just, I thought it was, I thought it was interesting how it took you seven times to get it, the verbiage right. <laughs> it took me like it, eight. Yeah, times. when the puck, when the puck got slammed against the boards, and then they had to, yeah, they had to volley it out um, against the um, shooters. Yeah. All right, I got you. Yeah. And when then they, the quarterback, quarterback they, took it all the way down the field and just when they hit it right around into the perimeter,
0: basket. and then you know they drove and they kicked and they they drive and dished. I was like, whoa, amazing! Uh, Craig's gonna kill us. <laughs> I was like, this is probably around the time they'll get the goal. And like I was I watching the game on my phone and playing MLB the show. And like as the ball, as the puck got stuck against the board, I paused it. I was like, I think this is where they're going to score. And five seconds later, they fucking scored. And I was like, look at you. Fucking called it, baby.
2: <laughs> puck Stradamus. <laughs> <Yeah. over
0: there. laughs> I paused the game. I was in the middle of my MLB the show season. I was like, Mm-mm. I feel something coming soon.
2: I think um, I think this is an interesting thing. So a lot of people are going to say, well, it was the it was the uh, quarantine season last year, the bubble season last year. And then, you know, it was a weird season this year with only playing specific teams and staying in divisions and stuff like that. But you know what? You know what? They still won. Everyone gets paid to play the same game. So.
0: No, not not Kucherov. He only gets played to pay in the postseason. Well,
2: and I also think it's interesting because this is another point I'll bring up later. Actually, I don't want to burn it. Well, I'll bring it up later.
0: But they don't all get paid to play the same game, Brandon.
2: I under, okay, I get what you're saying there. But I'm saying everyone on Montreal gets paid and they're supposedly this juggernaut team that hasn't won since the 90s. So like, where the fuck are you at? Come on. Where are you? Just play the game.
1: Ba-ba-ba,
2: I'm not even going to look at notes for this. I'm just going to go off the
0: dome. Going to go off the top of the dome, Skis? Okay. Uh, I like where your yeah. head is at. Well, folks, as we talked about, we will be discussing a conference for the next couple of weeks. I think what? Division. Six a division. A division. Damn. All right. Here we go. All Three, right. two.
2: da dun, dun, dun. Da-da, da-da.
0: Sorry for the technical difficulty folks I'll put my whole technical difficulty sounder in there Some weird shit just popped off Now as I was saying
2: Before, before you say, were so
0: rudely interrupted I again. Oh so like we said We're gonna highlight a couple of different NFL divisions Gotta write this stuff um, And this week is no different That's me stealing Brennan's uh, intro This so week know. is no different <laughs> By the way can I the Tangent real fast You've changed the wording on your intro.
2: Yeah, I, I've changed. I change it every. I screw with it every like couple of weeks to try and figure it out.
0: I was gonna say because it went from uh, we're, drug we're, stories, drinking stories, no, getting no, in no, trouble no, stories. No, 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 that, not that, not that part. It went from we're gonna have, we may have a guest, but this you you've changed it to where it's like you're never gonna do a solo episode again. That's all I'm getting. Oh.
2: To. Yeah, so I used to always say, um, normally I will be joined by a guest. This week is no different. I am joined by... And then I think this past one, I said, like, I will always be joined yeah, by a guest in this Yeah, yeah, like and the past week, two, you you're
0: like, I'm yeah. always going to be having a guest. I'm like, whoa.
2: I think <laughs> I'm going to go back to the, I will normally be joined yeah, by a yeah, guest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you right. leave, it, leave it open. Yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. like the bonus episode? Excuse- you like did. the bonus episode? I, I texted you right after it. I know. Brennan uh-huh. Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. Anyway, we're talking <laughs> NS- a- AFC North. AFC North. <laughs> AFC
0: North. The big bad the Bengals, division. Browns, Ravens, Steelers. Brennan, let's get to it. Let's get right to it. You yeah. said you're not even going to look at anything. No, so I've got this. I've thoughts. got this
2: division off the top of my. I'm just gonna go from the top of the head. Um, <clears throat> so I'm just gonna run through it pretty quickly. Oh wow! So the Bengals are going to be a lot better. They got more weapons. Um, Joe Burrow is gonna come back from that don't, injury. Don't,
0: don't, don't too quickly. I want to talk too.
2: Oh, I know. Um, I think they'll be better. I still think they're going to be the bottom of this division. Um, They're going to be competing. It's going to be a race to the bottom, though, between them and the Steelers. That's my opinion. I don't think Ben Roethlisberger makes it through the season, but we'll get there when we get there. Um, I think the Bengals did a lot in the draft. Um, They did not go with the pick i thought they should have gone with um so that was kind of concerning they went with more talent on the outside versus sharing up the offensive line but then they they made up for it they got a couple offensive linemen later in the draft and i think that defense is something to be trifled not to be trifled with but it gets underrated just because that offense looks so bad last year obviously with burrow going out and stuff but the biggest leap any quarterback makes is from his rookie to his sophomore season so i'm i'm expecting very big things from them
0: yeah, um, I too am expecting big things and big things maybe eight and nine or however it works now because there's an extra game. Oh yeah, yeah. don't forget that. Eight folks. and nine, that's right. Um, uh, Burrow, I, I expect him to be better at right. Uh, Mixon and P. Ryan, I expect to contribute a lot out of the backfield. Um A trio of receivers that is not none to sneeze at. Boyd, Chase, and T. Higgins. Uh, we need to see what Chase looks like, obviously, but we saw what Boyd to looked like last year and they looked pretty good Eagles. Yeah. And we so talked also, about it at nauseam. Got T Higgins. Um, Chase sorry, is uh, probably
2: the the best receiver in this draft class, just from yeah. a pure prototypical standpoint.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um. Offensive line, like Brennan said, they didn't go with, uh, I can't remember homeboys. Pen-A-Soul. name. Uh, Sewell. um Sewell. But they had drafted offensive lineman the year prior. So he was hurt last year as well. So I think it was like either last year or the year before. Um, Jonah Williams, uh, so they're going to reintegrate him back into the offense and hope that he can shore up that left side. Their defense, big uh, addition, of course, is Trey Hendrickson from Brennan's uh, FAU.
2: Oh,
0: Good job. Um... So yeah, he was listed as the most. Um, there was an article
2: where they were going through the most overrated players per Possibly. team. He might have Trey been. Hendrickson got the most overrated player, and he they moved him to D tackle. He's listed as a D tackle now, not a defensive end, which is oh, interesting. Really? He, I see him. As yeah, a he D-tackle put on a little runner. weight. He's up Deppier. to two two eighty five now. I think. Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Um. So yeah, I'm intrigued to see what this team does. Who's the coach again? Is it Zach Taylor? Oh boy. Yeah. Um. Zach with no H. Z-A-C, baby. No, no H or K. Um, I'd like to see them mix more of the run-in this year. A big issue I had with them last year was, I think there was a game where Bro threw it like 62 fucking times, like mixing a salad every now and again. Jesus H, guys. Um, so, yeah, just don't put everything on his shoulder and his leg that he's recovering from. And I think they can be fairly good, uh, if not exceed a lot of expectations. Yeah. Um, the NFL is where you see a lot of teams go from worse to first. I don't think they will because they're too young. Um, but fucking the Suns are in the playoffs right now, going to the championship. So who knows? Yeah, onto that next one, one guy.
2: All right, the Browns. Oh, for those of you listening, we go in order from
0: the way oh, they finished snap. last year. No, I got it wrong. The Browns were second in the AFC North. Yeah, okay, that's what I was going to say. Wait, the Browns and Ravens were tied for second in the AFC North. What the hell?
2: Yeah. So technically, it's right. Okay, I guess so. Yeah, so we're going to go Browns who finished tied for second in the AFC North last year. Um one of the most uh, overhyped bandwagon teams in the last couple of years just with all the talent that they No, but seriously, like they I on didn't paper say anything. You laughed. I saw you laugh. <laughs> on paper, they are stacked on offense, especially on offense, and they've got a great defensive line too. Um like one of the best defensive lines in the NFL. They definitely uh, added
0: to the defense to make it. And look they formidable. added to
2: the defense. Yes, they did. But I don't. I know they made the playoffs. I know they won a game. I don't trust the Browns. I never trust the Browns. Odell Beckham Jr. will
0: be coming back. This is like the team of your life, though. I know this is my family team. Super, I no, grew up no, no, around no, no. the Browns. I wasn't even thinking of that. I'm just like the underdog thing. Like they've been, oh yeah, the biggest underdog forever. So it's interesting you
2: say that. I actually used to have a bit. I tried it a few times and it never worked. So I stopped doing it. But about how, in this case, the Browns is what we're talking about. But like how the Jaguars mirrored my life. Like when they first came out, everything was awesome. And they were winning games and they went to the playoffs. then all of a sudden they hit this rough patch, which was me going to rehab and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden they came back in 2017. Everyone's like, yeah, they're great again. And then they relapsed and then everything fell apart again. So the Browns are very similar to that. So the Browns won a ton of championships back in the um, AFL, NFL days. Then there's the merger. The Browns were still really good through the 60s. And then they were snakebitten. Something happened where they just couldn't get it together. Now, I don't trust the Browns. Kim Brownworth. Yeah. And then, well, then they went to Baltimore and became the Ravens and then they reinstituted the Browns. I don't, I don't trust. I guess what I'm trying to say is much like how a lot of people in outside of my circles feel about the jaguars that's how i feel about the browns where it's like you you can't have one good run one year every decade like you have to do it consistently to prove it just like with the steelers where You look at them on paper and you're like, that team's falling apart, but a lot of people still trust the Steelers because it's the Steelers and Tomlin's never had a losing season and they've always like they made the playoffs almost every single year and all this kind of stuff. This is the
0: second time you've jumped way early on the Steelers. So I'm saying this to
2: improve on my point with the Browns. The Browns are the opposite of that. I don't trust them. On paper, they look great. I will give them the benefit of the doubt. I think they finish um, second in this division. I don't. Don't think it's going to be close. I think it, there's going to be a huge gap between first and second. But just with the Bengals and what I think is going to happen with some of these other teams, I think they finish second. But yeah, they're going to have some high flying games where they're scoring a thousand points and everyone's like, oh my God, they're unstoppable. But then they're going to do Brown things. And Baker Mayfield's going to do Mayfield things. That and people are going to be like,
0: really bad without the context of the football team. <laughs> how do, And people are going to be like, how did we ever trust this team? Joe, what's your stance on the <laughs> um, Browns? Well, Brennan, I am actually inverse on you on this. I think the Brown. I think this is the time they put it all together. Uh, now, let the record say this is the show where Joe lost his mind.
2: <laughs>
0: I think this is the year they put Between it all the together. The Bucks and the Browns. <laughs> Look, I, I'm. The, you know, I'm not the biggest believer in Baker Mayfield. All right, but really, but, but, just looking at the names. Odell Jacobsland, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Rashad Higgins who had a good rookie season. No, uh Peoples Jones had a good rookie season last year. Austin Hooper, uh David Njoku, Harrison Bryant like Njoku is the un- is the underrated player on that entire super offense. Super underrated. Um uh, you know he went to school, University of Miami. Um he's the then, tight end for those
2: of you listening cuz I know no one knows who the tight ends and are. And
0: then the defense You got Garrett. You got Clowney now. You took Malik Jackson from the Eagles. I
2: forgot about Clowney.
0: Yeah. I was like, you took Malik Jackson from the Eagles. Greedy Williams is back. Denzel Ward. Never really been sold on him, honestly. Um, But they went and got uh, John Johnson from, uh, what's the team? The Rams. And they got Troy Hill from the Rams. So... I am really interested to see how this defense looks. Now they, they have kind of a reworked secondary because last year their secondary was terrible and they could not get any pressure on the quarterback from the front outside of Garrett and then Garrett got COVID and then it was kind of done from there. So re up And that. also,
2: I don't mean to interrupt you. I just wanted to say but when you you're talking about the defense, they um they got the uh, the linebacker from Notre Dame, J-O-K, who I can't pronounce his name, so I'm just going to call him J-O-K. Okay. He... Um, he was ranked the second first or second best linebacker by a lot of uh draft boards. And they got him in like the second round because of his size. He dropped. So mm. that's also a huge integral. P- I mean, if he can stay healthy and get a little bigger, he's gonna he's gonna run that defense. So that's another big thing too.
0: Well, wow. and they got I'm just seeing this. They got Malcolm yeah. Smith. <laughs> I just looked it up. No, too. no, no. <laughs> I'm just seeing that they got Malcolm Smith from the Seattle.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah, got I a just was like
0: veteran leadership there.
2: I promised I wasn't going to look at notes, and then I was like, "Well, wait a second. Let me double check on this Browns thing. On paper, they look
0: stacked. They look so dang impressive. Now, can they put it all together? Is uh, what's the coach's name? I don't even remember. Kevin Stefanski. Is yeah, Stefanski. Yeah, Kevin Stefanski. Gonna get it all there. Uh, is their offensive line going to stay healthy? We hear. So. That, so think, that's
2: going to be their Achilles heel is on paper. They have all these sexy picks on paper. They have all these players that it's like, oh yeah, fantasy players. But it's like we talked about a million times and I've done walk-offs, countless walk-offs on this. You build your team from the interior. And if that offensive line can't stay healthy, doesn't fucking matter who your skill position players are. It won't matter.
0: Yeah. So I, I think they, they have the biggest ceiling in this division. I'd say they have the greatest ceiling. They can be, they can low key, high key win the Super Bowl this year <laughs> with the amount of talent. If Baker produces at like he did that second half of the year after Odell went out, and Odell can stay healthy, they just have threats in so many places. And their defense, just by sheer, just by sheer ineptitude, their defense should be better. Like their defense was so bad last year just by fucking the running the numbers they should be better this year. So I I I, I hate to say it but I I foresee a good season for the Cleveland Browns. I foresee. It. Look, I don't I don't like to say. It. Again, I don't like Baker Mayfield much at all. Um but yeah, they should they should be good. They should be good. <clears throat> all right. On to the team that has my heart. Yes. Uh, Lamar Jackson from Broward County, Florida. The Baltimore yeah. Ravens is who Baltimore we're talking about. Ravens. Oh, I was just or as about Joe Lamar knows Jackson. them. The Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I was like Lamar Jackson and Covenant is what I call them. Lamar Jackson and the Jackson 10. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Um, Brennan, you go first. What are your thoughts on this club? Uh, Baltimore wins this division running away, running away. And I don't pun running intended?
2: away. I don't, I don't, yeah, well no pun intended, <laughs> but yeah, now pun intended. Now that I realize it's a pun. Um, Okay, so I trust even though Baltimore, you know, they lost a couple coaches to uh some of the coaching searches and stuff like that. The defense is going to be back and they lost a few players to free agency, but it doesn't matter. The Ravens reload on defense. That's one of their best um their strongest draft points. Um you know, they went out and got a, a corner, they went out and got a linebacker in the first couple rounds. They got a uh the the Ben Cleveland that really huge guard from Georgia to shore up that offensive line, but not only that, they have they played well last year. It was just kind of a, there was a couple, a couple instances where you're kind of like, oh, that was kind of fucking weird how they lost that game, and and they have Lamar Jackson. Oh, oh. so as long as he can stay healthy, which is a big thing because he's not a huge guy, but, but he has so as far. long as he, and I know I don't, I'm not even gonna qualify it. Fuck it, they have Lamar Jackson. He's going to carry that offense. That defense is going to be just fine. They reload every year. And then all of a sudden, these guys you've never fucking heard of become household names and get paid hundreds of millions of dollars because that's how it happens. I'm so sick and tired of people being like, oh, they don't have anybody worth note on their team. Well, they're not worth note until they, be, until they are. You know what I mean? Like, so, Ah, um, everyone knows, everyone who's been a long time listener <coughs> knows that's one of my biggest pet peeves. Uh, so I think they're going to be good. I think they're going to win this division running away. I think they're going to finish like, 12 and 5 with this new thing or 13 and yeah, 12 four. 12 and 5, um, 12 and five 13 and 4. So that's that's what I got. I, I got the
0: Ravens and it's not even close. Wow. Not even close. No. Um, I have the Ravens winning one or two uh, behind Lamar and Dobbin, Dobbins. Um, Hollywood Brown. Is, I'm, I'm just done with him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Look, if South they, Florida's own Hollywood if, Brown, if maybe. they
0: aren't good, I'm gonna be pointing to that Elijah Moore pick that they all year. Elijah Moore is my this year T Higgins. I'm yeah. just gonna be like, look what you could have had. I look know, at I'm a- so mad. <laughs> I
2: wanted Elijah Moore so bad.
0: So. And- And going to get Sammy Watkins, they did not cure their receiver ills with just drafting Rashad Bateman and bringing in Sammy Watkins. If anything, Sammy Watkins makes it more confusing because who knows how many games he's going to play? Probably six at the max. I'm just going to go out on the record and say it myself. Um, Yeah, it's a 17 game season. Yeah, he'll get six to eight. Yeah, so Mark Andrews has to have a bounce back year. He had a couple drops that in like high pressure key situations last year, but the biggest addition they have is Ronnie Staley coming back from his injury. Hopefully he could be there day one and uh, be the day one starter. They also picked up Alejandro Villanueva. So they're shoring up that offensive line. Like you said, they picked up Ben Cleveland and they got Juwan James who they're saying should be back before the end of the season, which is still stunning to me. And not to mention they have Andre Smith who I understand
2: is older. He was a top 10 pick. Yeah. Yeah, And he's, He's there as, like, you know, he's he's a backup right now to uh, Ronnie Staley, but still, like, dude, this offensive line, if they can, you know,
0: yeah, if Villan- they can like you said, Villanueva,
2: together, yeah, this is going to be, this,
0: yeah, this team's going to be stacked. And as far as the defense, the only uh, thing that concerns me with the defense is, I'm seeing that they run a base 3-4. Uh, Patrick Queen got abused last year over and over and over whenever he was in coverage. Um, so if T teams decide to key in on him and just keep going to that well again they're going to have to make some uh changes to their their base front like they can't run with him and have him be just the mark every time like hey pick him out we're running the play there basically cuz he can't guard anyone um, yeah but yeah Marcus Peters uh, I mean I do want to just lot, say this but he's still Marcus Peters as a former fullback in my college
2: years, huge shout out, number 42, Patrick uh, Ricard. Listen to this. 6'3, 311 pound fullback. Jesus.
0: <laughs> I just
2: saw that and I was like, there's no fucking way. Wow. <laughs> all right.
0: All right. All Speaking
2: right. Speaking right, of right.
0: big fat people. On to the Pittsburgh Steelers.
2: Yes. Bam, bam, bam. Mm. I don't I don't have a sounder for that. Yeah. <laughs> What do you want to say? Because I'm, 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 mine's going to be quick. You, you've
0: been saying it. You've been dropping brick on yeah. the whole time. So Ben
2: Roethlisberger doesn't finish the season. They finished dead last in the division. First losing season for Mike Tomlin. That whole team's going to go into rebuild mode. <clears throat> There's no way they make it out of this season alive. So That's it.
0: So are you looking at the depth chart by chance? Uh, I can pull it up. What do you need? Who takes over for him? Because the two uh, people Rudolph. behind him we've seen... Mason been god-awful whenever they had the opportunities. So you're saying Mason Rudolph is going to get the opportunity? Yeah, Mason Rudolph is their backup. I, I know, well, I'm, I'm, but I'm saying he's terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, they, um, excuse me. So they do have uh, – I have it pulled up now. They have Joshua Dobbs, um, who was out of Notre Dame, I believe, Tennessee. wasn't he? Tennessee. Tennessee, okay. Rocket scientist boy. That's the I knew he was super smart. I just couldn't remember where he's from. And then um they went and picked up your boy out of Ohio State. Your boy.
0: No no one from Ohio State is ever my boy. Dwayne Haskins. So, Except Case Young. I think, yeah. Ch- Shout out to him. Young. I'm just scared of him.
2: But um isn't he like a friend of your family's, like his mom or something like that? Chase Young? Yeah. No. Maybe that's somebody from my job. What? Somebody was like, yeah, I, was I know like, Chase what? Young personally. Yeah. Um but yeah, so they have Dwayne Haskins who I'm assuming I would have to assume would take over because he was a, you know, first round pick just a couple of years ago and even though he couldn't put it together, I believe we both had that. Um mm. he uh I think <clears throat> potential in the NFL is out so much outweighs uh proven commodities when those proven commodities aren't very good. If you have a potential A kind of player, you're not going to play Mason Rudolph who's like a C minus C player. You're going to play the guy you think could win but Ben Roethlisberger can't I, I don't you know I don't like Ben Roethlisberger as a person I no. don't like him as a human being but all that aside just from a purely objective standpoint he takes <laughs> a, a purely lot of hits.
0: objective standpoint after I just said I hate him as a human being <laughs> I said hate. Hey, I just don't like him <clears throat> you
2: know you can't anybody who's accused of sexual assault twice and then it kind of just gets swept under the rug I'm not a big fan of uh but well, we'll talk he, the way he, that later in the quickets, the the way he plays is not very conducive for longevity. And he gets the last couple of seasons, he gets hurt, and then he does the Ben Roethlisberger thing, where he's like, oh, "I guess I just suck. Maybe I should retire." It's like, yeah, okay, man. Like we get it. You carried this team to you know you carried them to a Super Bowl one year. You know you you were on the team and playing in a, the, your first <laughs> Super Bowl. Like we get it, man. That's fine. And again. Steelers can find wide receivers in the fucking back alleys of Las Vegas. It seems like, like they find these guys out of nowhere every year that no one's heard of. And then boom, their household names and their defense is always going to be good. But if your quarterback goes down, we see what happens. And I don't think Ben makes it through the season. And I think they finish dead last. And I love my Tomlin cause he's a fucking fiery Find whatever you got to find, kind of coach. And I love that. But any quotes, Gladiator, which Splash. I quote him all the time. So that's cool. So I like him, but I just, I don't think they can make it out of the season.
0: I, I love when you, Brennan says, folks, n- note this. I love when Brennan says, I'm going to make this quick. And then goes on a 20 minute diatribe. That was not um, 20 minutes. <laughs> um, that was seven. I could, uh, I'm confused. Not confused. Do you think Juju Smith Schuster made the wrong decision by coming back? Yes, because he was rumored to have like opportunities in Baltimore as well as uh, Kansas City, and for him to return, with this quarterback who is going to lose his arm midway through game five um, and then has a play well, with Dwayne Haskins. Like I, I, it's just such a well, bad Well, that decision. was the whole
2: thing too, is Juju thought he was going to get number one receiver money, like OBJ money. And then that offer wasn't out there. And so he was like, well, screw it. I'll just go back for a year, you know, trust myself, show everybody what I can do. And then I'll get the money next year. It's like, well, you're not, Quarterback goes down, you're not getting those opportunities, man.
0: Um, I think also the most concerning, not concerning, because we both think this team's going to be terrible, but the the glaring uh, thing that's also... Terrible about this team is their offensive line. Um yeah. they've lost a lot of guys on their offensive line and they got a bit of a patchwork offensive line at this point. Um and which doesn't you, mesh well with the four. Yeah, I was what you don't want is your immobile quarterback who stands straight right, uh getting teed off on because <laughs> yep. no one can block. Uh,
2: especially that, <laughs> going twice a year against the pass rushers for the Browns, Baltimore, the Ravens, Browns, and, the and Trey Hendrickson.
0: You know, you yeah. gotta be careful with Trey Hendrickson. Uh, he was giving a lot of love to the most overrated guy on the Bengals, apparently. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh also their defense, uh losing um Bud Dupree. Uh I want to see what TJ Watt has this year if he can keep that oh, yeah. same level of production. Um, getting Devin Bush back won't. will be interesting. Um, and their corners, their corners really don't strike fear. I mean, Joe Hayden was good in at Florida like what fifteen years ago. Yeah, when like he now. played for the Browns, he was good. Um, it feels like a, a century ago. Um, yeah, but yeah, I yeah, this team's this team's in for it.
2: So my, <laughs> I just want to throw this out there. My uh, whole outlook on the Steelers it comes from. When Ryan Shazier last year was on a ringer podcast and he was like, they were talking about, I think it was like week seven or eight right before they played or no, it must've been 10 or 11. It was the first game they lost right before they played the Washington football team. And Ryan Shazier was like, we're undefeated. There's no way we lose to Washington. That's impossible. That'll never happen. And then boom, they lost to Washington. I was like, Oh, this team is, We got to rebuild. This is over. (laughs) And then we called it all last year. Remember, every every week I was like, no, this thing is done. And they were Mm -hmm. done. And I think that leaks into this season. All right. Moving on. Moving
0: on. You'll be surprised how quick. 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 Name it hits. Quick hits. Quick hits. Quick. Quick hits. Quick. Quick hits. Brennan, as I pull up what the quick hits are. The match. Yes. You were wrong. I I was was right. You called had that. It, you went with a fifty. You went with the Ben Roethlisberger of golf. I did. How could did. you do that, Brendan? I I was wrong. I thought for the experience. Ben Roethlisberger. The other guy's fifty-two, whatever
2: years old as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought experience would outweigh the physical attributes that uh, Rogers and Deschamps had because it's golf. So I was like, oh. You know the physicality doesn't have as much to do with it as the mental edge, and I thought. Athletes are athlete. and Brady, I know. <laughs> Athletes are gonna athlete. What about that in my walk off? Athletes are gonna athlete. But uh, yeah, I was wrong. You were right. I don't know what else to say. I was yeah, let's uh, let's fill the
0: people in. uh, The match was the Turner put together. Made for TV event where Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady took on Bryson DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers in a golf tournament. Rodgers and DeChambeau won, as I called. I think it was three and two up, whatever that means in golf terms. I don't I have no idea. Um, also, there was a fun little little back and forth there, Brent. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, as Rogers was being interviewed as he was driving his cart to the next hole, they were asking <laughs> him yeah. if he was going to return to the Packers, and he was like, eh, "I don't know what I'm doing in September." I'm just uh, getting myself right right now. <laughs> so, yeah, what he said like something like we'll see. <laughs> it's yeah,
2: like okay, they, he, cool, thanks, the, man.
0: The guy was like uh September fifteenth. Uh, where are you gonna be? He was like, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, he was like uh, carrying a lot an of people entire hoping, franchise on his back. A lot yeah. of people hoping you're gonna be in uh not Fox Wisconsin. World. What's what's the name of the Lambo? He was like Lambo. Eh, you know, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Speaking of will see, Brennan, I don't know if you saw Tina Charles go off for 34 and 17 the other night. You didn't. I know you didn't. Uh, Tina Charles went off for 34 and 17 as the mystics beat the Talking Chicago WNBA. Talking the W got a couple games I want to get into right now. Uh, the next game, the Connecticut sun who are currently at the top of the commissioner cup for the East, uh, uh, I never remember how to say her name. Uh, I think it's Jacquel Jones put up 24 and 16 on their way of beating my Atlanta dream. And then the Phoenix Mercury took care of the Las Vegas A- Aces behind Brittany Griner's 33 and 10, but not to be outdone, Skylar Diggins had 27 and eight dimes. Uh, Asia Wilson had twenty-five and twelve in that defeat, but you know you can only do as much as you're allowed. Brennan, yes, I believe they're
2: speaking of fighting, you can only fighting do fighting as much as much as you're allowed. All right, quick, we're gonna quick hits this one. Quick, um, the UFC two sixty four was last night. Conor McGregor um against Dustin Poirier in the trilogy. The number three rematch. So Connor wins the first one. Dustin wins the second Dr. one. Dr. Stoppage.
0: And Dr. Stoppage.
2: Wins the second one in a resounding fashion, beating the brakes off of Connor. Um, everyone said Connor had gotten too kind of, what's relaxed. the word I'm looking for? Relaxed. Yeah. He's gotten too relaxed. You know, life was going great. He's like a billionaire now. Thanks to proper number 12 whiskey and his endorsement deals. Yeah. He wasn't and really hungry anymore.
1: yeah, it's hard.
2: What's the old saying? It's hard to wake up at 5am to do road work when, uh, you're sleeping in silk sheets. Um, so we here it is the trilogy the big rematch and now Connor's all pissed off because Dustin kind of dragged his name under the mud with the whole charity situation that happened at the last fight Dustin is a he's a younger guy um definitely younger than Connor Connor um, has other he, things that you know he could have dragged out but third, hey. yeah hey. assault battery things like that hey anyway. Uh, Dustin is the third youngest fighter to ever get to. I believe it's 20 victories in the UFC. And speaking of this was the 20th. He beats Conor McGregor is a TKO doctor stoppage in the first round. Connor checks a leg kick and it seems like that dislocated his ankle. And then um, when he went to strike with the same leg, uh it was it was gone. His ankle was completely dislocated. You see him at one point sitting at the edge of the cage screaming, I can't fucking get up. I can't even fucking get up. This was at the end of the round. He picks up his leg by his calf, and you just see his ankle dangling, and it was pretty nasty. He was all pissed off um, because he wanted it to be a real fight. And by that I mean like go to the later rounds. That everyone was kind of taking shots at uh, Poirier saying like, well, it's kind of a fluky win. But no, it's a win. Like fucking
0: injuries happen. In the middle of, in the time between when that leg check and the end of the round, he was getting his ass beat. Yeah. He was was getting his ass beat. Raining him down with, yeah. the, The funniest thing was seeing Connor asking for his doctor stoppage and whatnot. And his fucking ear is bleeding. I'm like, dude, yeah. you lost this fight regardless. You were his not coming bleeding, back. From his this. lip was bleeding. His <laughs> like, nose was smashed. Dude.
2: Yeah, Dustin got a lot of, and it's interesting because Connor really focused on striking with the Mayweather thing and like really worked on his boxing. And Dustin just rained down on him. So, Took him to the Dustin ground, was winning this fight right anyway. Yeah. yeah. Either way. And it's weird with fighters. Um, and Joe, you know this because you love boxing. But the interesting thing with fighters is, you, you never think they're over the hill until they are over until like they are, and then they'll lose two or three straight. And it's like, no, it was a fluke. It was something else happened and they'll come back. And it's like, no, it's over. And I think for Connor, it's over. There's a lot, I know hindsight 2020, there are a lot of people out there MMA analysts and stuff saying like Connor couldn't lose this fight if he wanted to, like he's back to the old Connor and he lost. So <laughs> He's got enough money in the world. I think he's done with the uh, UFC. I don't. I don't think he's he's gonna want to come back and fight because he's a. He, that's his. He's a warrior. That's in his heart. But I don't think he ever makes like a big comeback. You know, and gets back to form. Anyway, and
0: quick. I'll be rooting against him at every turn in life. Yeah. Anyway, um, soccer. He's, oh, just real quick, he's scheduled to fight Nate Diaz.
2: That's probably going to be his next fight, and then in the coming weeks, and Dustin will compete for the lightweight uh, championship.
0: Okay. Cool. Soccer. Uh, exactly. Euro 2020 concludes uh, actually this evening, this afternoon with uh, England making it to the end. Brennan, and you know what? I, I was immediately upset, but you you called it. Italy made it to the end somehow. Of course I, they did. Italia! I don't know how that happened. Um, but yes, uh, England is going to compete in their first major championship since 1966. Uh, and they're going to do it on home soil at Wembley Stadium. Where they will lose, um, where they will have tight booty holes um, for one hundred and twenty minutes. Because I do see this going into extra time. Because at this point, all these games have gone into extras. Um, I I I want to I want to say England will win, but the run Italy has been on and the and the pressure they've been putting on teams offensively has just been an onslaught, and I don't know. If England has the defenders to keep up with all of that, but England has the better team by far. So they should win. But again, the stakes may be too high. The monkey on the back may be just, you know, right up in their ear, just, um, and they might not be able to pull it off. Being at home might meet, might be detrimental to them because it's just everybody's hopes and dreams. And it's sitting right on top of their shoulders. So um, again, Hindsight tomorrow when this releases, they might have fucking put five goals in the net and no, had tomorrow not when had this releases, haven't known. I called it Italy wins the Euro Championship. Wow. Um, but uh, a result in hand that we do have, uh, Copa America has finished Brazil versus Argentina. Argentina won one nil. Um, wow. this was the first international. This was the first time Lionel Messi has worn the blue and white and won a a championship of some sort. Um, he had been getting called out by every countryman uh, before him. Uh, he had been he had been summarily dismissed by the fans. They wanted him to retire as an international player. They didn't want him on the team anymore. They called him useless. Um, he has a weird history with his country because he left there like fucking six, seven years old to go to Spain and they don't, they don't love him the way that they don't accept him as their own. They don't, they don't love him. They don't, they don't love him also because he came up short so many times. They just don't have that love for him and it's crazy with Maradona passing. I believe it was last year um, that yeah. they finally were able to get it done. And Maradona was one of his biggest critics because he had come up short so many times, no pun intended because he's also a small man. Um, but yeah, uh, he finally got that monkey. off his back. Let's see if England could do the same here in Wembley. Uh, but Brennan, we have breaking news to the With podcast. Breaking news. I put it on and knew this would happen. Uh, before we get to the men's, the women, Ashley Barty, the number one t- uh, tennis player in the world, won Wimbledon yesterday. And today, Novak Djokovic, Ocin The Serbian himself won his 20th title. Brennan, you serve me, right? Yes, I am. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, how does this make you feel? No, I mean, it's no big
2: surprise. Everyone knew that this was going to happen, especially after um, some of the sets that he's had. He's been fucking dusting people. And then, um, why can't, oh, with Federer going out and that whole, yeah, that whole situation, everyone kind of knew this was coming. So, you know, it was the. You know, but this is why we play the games, as we'll talk about later in a couple of minutes. Um, it was good to see him. I loved it. I love it when uh, anyone with the nickname of Joker, Djokovic, anybody with that name wins anything, because I'm just like, yeah, man, what's up? That's us.
0: All uh, right, quick, quick question. I need you to, I need you to be the arbiter of history. Who is better, Novak or Federer?
2: Oh. Um, from a purely tennis standpoint, I'd take Novak from a overall, just better for the sport, better for everyone loves him. Like every he's related, like is Federer, mm-hmm. Federer's is going to be remembered in history. And they talked about this on PTI. Federer will be remembered in history for being probably one of the best tennis players of all time, especially in the men's division. But I think if you put them against each other in their prime joker, takes him out nine out of 10 times
0: right now. Joker with this win today, Joker has tied Federer's mark for grand slams. They both have 20 apiece and Joker is, I want to say six to eight years younger. Oh, let me get back up here. Uh, Federer's 39, about to be 40 in a couple of weeks. Joker is 34. So about six years younger. So he has, let's say 3 4 years of uh of a uh, more Slams dominance to win. yeah yeah of, of more dominance um with Nadal getting older Federer getting older and not a lot of competition around him that would scare him so it's going to be interesting if he once he surpasses Federer with that number how people will look back at this time period in history and who will they honestly say is the better of the two when one if he has five to six more titles than him, uh,
2: yeah. But that's also another thing too. Is like this might sound idiotic, but Federer is like a warmer person. You know, Serbians no, are known is a for the nicer their,
0: guy. Yeah, for yeah.
2: Sure. Federer, yeah. So I think that has a lot to do with it too. Is you know, Serbians aren't known for their being cordial.
0: Federer is more marketable universally, whereas uh, as I say on Joker, stage all the time,
2: do I look fucking approachable?
0: Joker is a bit of an asshole as well. Um, so, yeah. Well, shut Brennan, up. it's time. Welcome to the big leagues. Two
2: Walk-off homer for You can smile. That's
0: okay. For the walk-off, it, Brennan. Yes, I go first the since you're hosting. hosting goes second. I need to look at my archive and figure out what I want to do. Because Brennan has right. a great idea. I will suite. go.
2: Joe, shut up.
0: All right. <clears throat>
2: So my walk-off this week is called shut up and play the game. And it goes a little something like this. In the past few months, I've heard plenty of conjecture about the wrong teams winning. There have been different reasons for this logic, be it the opponent was hindered by injuries, the team is not having enough time to build chemistry together, or the players participating were not supposed to be out there. In all of this, I am reminded of how I close every show. That's why we play the game. If it were a matter of who was better on paper, there would never be an upset or a true underdog story. Those things, and those are the things that make sports great. Just looking at the NBA Finals, we have two teams that on paper should have never made it this far. There is truth to that. Had certain injuries not occurred or had specific teams had more time to play together, then they would have probably bested the current East and West champions. But that's not how sports work. We also saw a prime example of this with the Tampa Bay Lightning stashing a player off the books due to injury and keeping them under the salary cap. But then said player coming back for the playoffs. Let us really look at these examples. The Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns have an up and coming superstar in Devin Booker. They are The number one overall pick in DeAndre Ayton and arguably a top five point guard of all time in Chris Paul. So is it really that shocking that they made the finals? The Bucks have a back-to-back MVP and traded a whole lot of assets to solidify a regular season juggernaut that kept getting bounced in the early rounds. So while I do agree in a vacuum, neither of these teams would have made the finals, sports are not played in a vacuum. Chaos does happen. Ergo, this is your finals matchup. And it is not as far-fetched as some sports talk shows would have you believe. In the world of hockey, Nikita Kucherov timed out a surgery to take him off the main roster for the Lightning through the regular season, thus hey. preventing them from going over the salary cap. While, yes, this was shady, it was not outside the realm of the rules. In fact, the NHL sanctioned such a move by not levying fines or penalties against the Lightning. Then Kucherov comes back for the playoffs and they win the Stanley Cup. All the back and forth about well, if this did not happen, or if so and so wasn't injured, and blah blah blah, takes away from one key point. All these athletes are paid to play a game. They're all incredibly talented at their game, respectively. So, if you are saying in the example of the of Tampa Bay, one play. So, what you're saying in the example of Tampa Bay is one player in the ultimate team sport who is arguably the third or fourth best player on his own team swung the entirety of the playoffs. I would ask you to revisit how you look at sports as a whole. Yes, in basketball, it is more understandable that a single player can make or break a series. However, everyone else on that court is being paid a king's ransom to play a children's game, so maybe they dig down deep and find whatever they have to find to win. All of these excuses by franchise and individual players just brings to light one of my favorite lines I have ever heard about sports in any movie, and it sums up and discounts all the excuses anyone would ever come up with. And that would be when Jerry Maguire is telling Rod Tidwell, just shut up. Just shut up and play the game. Play it from your heart, and I will show you the Quan. The
0: Quan? What's the Quan?
2: Quan. It's everything the money, the image, and all the things that come with
0: it. It's Quan. <laughs> Tease you up for that one. Good job. Um, okay. So I found one that I'm going to do. And- all right. I found one that, you know what, needed a little updating. So, Brennan, shut up. This one was called basketball. Now, if you remember, I wrote this last year when I could not play basketball. Well, times have changed, so I'm going to do a little updating in real time on the fly. As the clock's near zero and the games are almost over, we watch the Phoenix Suns and the Bucks compete. For a championship, a year that started with no fans in the stands. Now, damn near full arenas. After a year that was the most abnormal, something's changed. I can play basketball when the playoffs are going on. It's usually spring going into summer. I spend countless hours outside at the basketball court, putting up shots by myself or playing a pickup game with strangers who then become teammates and friends one of which I rekindled our friendship after not seeing him prior since the, since fall of 2019, I hadn't seen him. We saw each other for the first time last Monday on the holiday weekend. And Act like we came back from nothing. This guy who's a little older than me, I'm a little younger, we would always see each other. When I was at the courts, he would be jogging with his dogs or playing tennis with his wife. We'd have conversations that range from every and anything. And that's what basketball means. It means connection. It means friendship. I don't remember the first time I picked up a basketball because I've always had one in my hand. I don't remember the first time I dribbled because I've always known how to. I don't remember my first shot, my first layup, my first dunk, though it was probably on official price hoop. I don't remember any of these moments because I don't remember a life pre-basketball. My mother got us a hoop for outside the house when I was maybe 5-6 for five boys who wanted to who you wanted to keep home and out of trouble, it was probably the greatest investment. Being the youngest, I used it the most probably. When people when nobody was home and I was alone, I would go outside and play back games that I had saw on TV. I heard the commentator say Reggie Bush stuck out his leg on a shot to try to get a foul, so I went outside and tried to copy that. I heard them talk about Kobe's spot up shot, so I went outside and copied that. I heard them talk about the toughness of AI, so I tried to copy that. I would Play back the Lakers Nets finals, the Lakers Pacers finals alone in the driveway, passing it to myself and knocking down the final shot as Kobe Bryant. Basketball had been an easy way for me to get respect, being three years younger than my nearest brother and waiting, wanting to hang out with him and his friends. My friends, I remembered after that. Uh, My friends, sorry. I remember after Hurricane Wilma, we were out of school for about three to four weeks, and I was in the sixth grade. My brother was in ninth. A group of us walked around the city and played pickup games anywhere we could against whoever. Basketball had given us peace in this time of chaos. It had given me friends. Some of the best friends I have to this day are dudes I played with. When I moved to a new city at 12 with minimal social skills, basketball is where my personality shined brightest. I would talk trash only if my opponent did it first. I had a basketball IQ. I was a bigger kid and could have dominated, but liked passing and getting my teammates involved. Since then, once I've moved out, I've always looked for a place that was near court. So. I can put up shots when I was a kid. I had no worries in the world when I put up shots alone. And when I've been and when I've been at some of my lowest and most turbulent points in life, I've always been able to go to the courts, go on the block, block out the world, and put up shots for countless hours and recapture that blissfulness and that youthfulness. Basketball has always given me peace.
2: It's back, baby.
0: It's back, baby. I'm at the courts as much as I can be. It it feels great. I went to the courts before this, actually.
2: You've been doing that lately.
0: I know. Look, man. I got to stay fit somehow, right? Got to, uh, you know. It, it's just something great, even though my shoulders would say different. It's something great about just <laughs> throwing up shots. By the end of the night, my shoulders are shot, boy. Oh, boy. But. Got to work on those good. delts. You and your muscle headness going to go kick rocks. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. It's time for the press conference.
1: And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety.
0: Brennan, where can we find you? Um,
2: so I also do comedy. BrennanTComedy.com um, No upcoming dates because uh, Savannah and I are in the middle of some stuff which I'm no longer at Liberty to talk about, <laughs> uh, but, uh, you can check out all my stuff at Brennan I've got uh, stuff up there. Check out the YouTube channel. Everything's Brennan T comedy on all social media. And you can check out my other podcast. Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. It's a comedy podcast. I do. I have comedians, musicians, artists, actors, all sorts of people on, and we just Still talk about it. Chef. Yeah, I know. I'm going to get him before I leave. Uh, but we, uh, it's a show basically about reminiscing about old drinking stories, party stories, getting in trouble stories. I'm sober now, but it's, it's a fun thing to just kind of go back down memory lane and reminisce with people. And it's also very enlightening. I've had a lot of people reach out and be like, you know, oh, my God, I can't believe you used to be like that. Now, you know, you've got your life on track. And so I guess it helps some people. But uh, yeah, Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. Brennan T Comedy everywhere else. BrennanTComedy.com. Joe?
0: Joe Dorville on Twitter and Instagram at Hearing Press on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, You can Check out my website, JoeDorville.com if you want to buy some merch, or if you want to check out my, either of my two hip hop albums, TV and TV season two under the moniker headphone Joe. No oh no E. Shout out to Brennan for giving me two plugs this week on the Patreon Hell and yeah. on the regular episode. Huge shout out to my guy. Um, you can also go to a new low dot co to check out all the podcasts on our network, as well as the archive Uh, any ranging between the archive of who does a pod. Um, misbehavior journal club and the big show which is one of the funniest things that I do all week and listen to the next week is a new low itself Um, I think that's I think that's it that it boom that it that's it Brandon get us out of here and that's why we play the game hello
2: hello huge shout out Dustin
0: Portier. let's do that yeah Beating up a bad man. Beating up a bad man. That's the name of the episode. Ah. Oh, it's in the it's
2: in the fade out. <laughs> yeah, I know,
1: that's true. Balls,
2: Balls on the to wall. the wall. Balls to Balls. the wall.